Hello and welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast brought to you by First Class Holidays. Now, are you looking to be inspired by some of the most incredible destinations from around the world? Then you are certainly in the right place. Join us on a journey of discovery, Australia's vineyard capital, the incredible wildlife haven of Kangaroo Island, the unique underground town of Cuba PD and nature-infused Flinders Ranges, inspiring Aboriginal culture, pristine coastal areas, scenic mountain ranges. Yes, welcome to Adelaide and South Australia. Wow, I so want to go. I'm TV and radio presenter Jenny Powell, your host. And um, in this episode, we talk about Adelaide and South Australia from a first-time visitor's perspective, including my good self. Um, We have Paula from First Class Holidays joining us, as always, who's got all the advice we need to book this unique escape. So first of all, Paula, how are you? I'm great, thank you, Jenny. Lovely to be here as ever. Yes, Um, uh, lovely to see you. So what mm -hmm. can we expect today? Well, we're going to hear about this fabulous region and all its all its unique adventures, and of course, vineyards galore. Whoa, <laughs> you've got me at wine. You really, really <laughs> have. Um, but yeah, we're just going to have a chat about um, all the different things that you can expect, and the best time to travel, and just loads of insiders' tips and advice for this beautiful region of South Australia. Yeah, and just from listing before, mm-hmm. you know, all the opportunities and all the wonderful mm-hmm. things there are to see, it, it sounds like it could be quite overwhelming. So yes. it's good that we've got you here, but also joining us today, um, we've got Emma McKelvey from South Australian Tourism Commission, um, and she's going to help us um, and tell us what to expect when travelling to this this extraordinary destination. So welcome, Emma. Thank goodness you're here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's a pleasure, honestly. Um, so we're going to make good use of you while we've got you. Um, so so firstly, just, just give us sort of like a big overall picture um, of, of Adelaide and South Australia, if, if you don't mind. Yes, of course. Yeah. So if we start with Adelaide, that's really our boutique capital city of the state. And it's your main gateway. So if you're first arriving into South Australia, it's likely that you will be starting your journey off in Adelaide. And that's a city which is just bursting with culture, flavours, events, entertainment. Um, It's got so much to offer. But it is named the 20 Minute City because it's really easy to get around. And you've got these stunning, pristine beaches on one side of the city, only 20 minutes away. Wow. And then on the other side of the city, you've got the green vineyard dotted hills, 20 minutes in the opposite direction. So, Oh, it means, see, I'm a beach beach girl, so I'll be going one way. And then Paula with the vineyard, she'll be going the other (laughs) way. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, it's perfect destination for the wine and for the beach, that authentic sort of Australian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those that do love their wine, we've actually got over 200 wineries within an hour's drive of Adelaide. Um, we're known as Australia's vineyard capital and you've got plenty of choice. So you've got the Barossa Valley wine region, which tends to be the most well known. Um, it's famous for its Shiraz. You've then got the McLaren Vale wine region, um, which is just 45 minutes south of Adelaide. Um, That's where the vines meet the ocean, also known for its sustainable winemaking. And you've got the Adelaide Hills, which is only 20 minutes outside the city. So even if you're short on time, you can definitely fit in, you know, like a long winery lunch, have each course paired with a couple of different wines. Um, 
And Adelaide is a national park city and there's actually only two of these in the world, the other being London. So we're really focused on our green spaces around the city. There's plenty of parks and like walking routes, cycling tracks. And if you love a good party, then we're called the Festival State mm -hmm. because we have a jam-packed calendar of events and festivals throughout the year. So what I'd say is that once you've decided on what dates you want to visit Australia or visit Adelaide and South Australia, yeah. then I definitely recommend checking out our events calendar, which is on our website, which is just southaustralia.com. Um, and that will show you what's on during your stay. Okay. So, Because you could choreograph things around sort of festivals, et cetera, couldn't you? Yeah, for sure. And especially like March, for example, is a really popular month for events. Um, you might be familiar with the Edinburgh Festival, the yeah. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. Well, we've actually got the second largest Fringe Festival after Edinburgh, which goes on for 30 days. And it's just full of comedy shows, cabaret, theatre shows. Um, we call it Mad March because it's just, yeah, there's so much going on in that month. So definitely worth checking that out. Gosh, and it, it sounds so inviting because like you say, everything's kind of 45 minutes or 20 minutes to get around. It sounds like you can pack a lot in because everything's quite close, you know. it's um... Yeah, definitely. You don't need to travel far to experience everything we've got to offer. Um, and we're really all about the wildlife in South Australia as well. So you can get up close with the wildlife in many of our regions. We've got Kangaroo Island. Um, again, it's very close. It's only a 30 minute flight away. And that's really our nature's paradise. Perfect for seeing that wildlife in the wild. Or the Air Peninsula is 45 minute flight away. And that's got more of your aquatic wildlife. So you can swim with sea lions, you can go whale watching. If you're feeling brave, you can do a shark cage dive there as well. Oh, Paula's <laughs> looking at me and I'm looking at Paula. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also got plenty of amazing seafood and we've got the outback in South Australia too. So the Flinders Ranges has got that classic red rugged landscape full of mountain ranges, unique Aboriginal culture and the sky in the outback. You definitely need to head there and see that for yourself because it's just full of you know the brightest stars what with no light pollution around it's mm -hmm. just it's just stunning out there golly i mean just from what you've said as an introduction you know literally mm. you are spoilt for choice and there's something to please absolutely everyone and it sounds mm -hmm. like absolutely every generation of i'm really sort of generation conscious at the moment you mm -hmm. know taking families away of all ages Definitely. and maybe grandparents but it sounds like everybody you know would be satisfied if, if they took a visit to, to this area yeah absolutely yeah. there really is yeah. and that's what's so great about it and i guess what's great about speaking to someone like first class holidays where you can kind of say what type of holiday you want and where you want to experience these different interests then they can then be like okay this is where in South Australia you need to visit mm. because it's great that we've got all these different regions so there's something to suit all holidayers and every type of budget and interest yeah that's the the tough bit for Paula I think because you know yeah. people approach you and say well we want to go but um, we're not sure yeah. what we want to see <laughs> that's and it. how long we want to see it for and uh, please help yeah well, this is it, and and that's why we have so much help and support with the tourism authorities like Emma and her colleagues, and we have all the information. So there's generally somebody in the office who's usually been to that region as well, um, but we literally have lots of um, support, collateral, and just expertise that we can share and 
as long as we find out or give you a guide, um, there are so many. I mean, you'd never get to see everything, would you? This no. is the beauty of um, of a um, such an extraordinary destination like South Australia because it's you know the areas are, um, are so diverse. But that's where we'll get to know you and um, be it through your agent, and we'll find out what your likes and dislikes are. Make sure they're accommodated within the itinerary. Right, okay. So it's a hard task, but one you're very professional yeah. at. And oh, you know yes. exactly what you're doing. We do. <laughs> um, and for you, Emma, what, what what's really unique? What's completely unique, maybe, to this part of the world that we're talking about that we can't get anywhere else? <laughs> well, I think we touched on that a little bit earlier, just with yeah. South Australia. You can really enjoy an ocean-to-outback experience without having to take a fly or travel really long distances because... We know that it takes a long time to get to Australia to start with, but then once you're in South Australia, you can have all this native wildlife, the world-class food and wine, unique Aboriginal culture, literally on your doorstep of Adelaide. So you can relax into that Aussie lifestyle, taking in like the miles of coastline, the white sandy beaches, and there's really nothing better than just fish and chips on the beach oh don't tempt me oh and that shiraz that shiraz that you were talking about from the vineyards i mean what's not to like (laughs) oh emma you're doing a really good job of selling this to me never mind anyone else oh my goodness and um i know for a fact as well that um a lot of people go back to south australia um you know they, they always return. Um, so what do you think the top reasons are, apart from the ones you've just told me, obviously? <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say speaking from experience, because I'm obviously from the UK, and I first went to South Australia over 10 years ago. And for me, it was all about the nature and wildlife. Right. I'd read about Kangaroo Island as being this zoo without fences, full of kangaroos, koalas, echidnas, rare Australian sea lions. And with it being my first trip to Australia, I knew that 100% I wanted to see all that typical Australian wildlife Mm. um, that I wouldn't get in any other country. So, and what makes it so special on Kangaroo Island as well is that you're not visiting a zoo or a sanctuary. Mm. You're seeing this, you know, amazing wildlife in the wild, in their natural habitat. And that was so important for me and ultimately the best way to see the wildlife. Mm. Um, The kangaroos on the island outnumber the people so you really do see them everywhere. And there's also plenty of bird life on the island. And a highlight for me was actually walking along. Um, they've got somewhere called Seal Bay. And it's a beautiful beach, home to um, an Australian sea lion population. And it was just fascinating watching all the seal pups like play in the surf. Or you'd mm. see like the adult seals come home from like fishing in the sea. And they'd be bringing fish up to their little baby pups. Oh. And it just felt like... A real life David Attenborough moment. Oh, it was really Emma, you're really painting such uh-huh. a wonderful picture for us. You're just perfect to, to, you know, just take us into that world down there. Yeah, um, you really are, and and it's lovely because, like you say, you you've been there, you experienced it. Um, you know, and you weren't working for anyone then. It was just you chose to go. Um, yeah. and you've just told us the reasons why as well. So it, you really are painting an amazing picture, mm. and it's it's uh, again very important, isn't it, with first class holidays? Mm-hmm. You know, that the representatives that you speak to. Yeah. they will have been there they yes. will talk as emma does with Definitely. personal experience yeah i think it is it's crucial because i think like you say there's it's a whole world and, and australia as a country is so vast um that we want to make sure we're we're passing on the right advice and, and that's why we work with uh we have such a great partnership with the um with the different regional tourism 
tourism boards, but also with our hand-picked hotels and partners and tour guides and, and everybody. We only work with the best people. They've got to adhere to strict criteria to work with us at First Class Holidays because mm. not everybody meets the grain. And, and if they if they don't, we honestly, we only want to work with the best to make sure holidays are precious. So we mm. want to make sure that your time and money is getting well spent and you are seeing the very best of everything, you know, so you're not going to be disappointed. Our customers are never disappointed. And the thing is, I suppose, you know, with first class holidays, you, mm -hmm. you make first class connections, don't you? Do. You? Mm -hmm. you know, there's a huge network. Yeah. But all of a certain standard. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not going to be let down. No, no, not at all. Oh, she says that defiantly. No, no, <laughs> no. not at all. Um, so, Emma, um, for you, what, what are the best ways to get around? I mean, like we say, a lot of things are within easy reach, uh, but what are the best ways to travel? Yeah, so I would say that the UK, because it has got such a close affinity with Australia and the UK travellers love a road trip. Yeah. So it's a really <laughs> exciting way to explore the state. And you can just then take it at your own pace. You can take in the dramatic scenery, choose where to stop, where you want to take photos. But also you get to meet locals along the way. So speaking to them and picking up their, you know, insider knowledge, their local recommendations, where's a good lookout point or a great coffee shop to stop at. And in Australia, they drive on the same side as the road. Yes. As we do in the UK. Now, I do remember that on my first and only visit. <laughs> I think I was about 19 years old and I was going, I was filming at the time. And it was my first time abroad. And I arrived in Australia and I had to get a hire car and drive for myself at 19. Oh. I know. Oh, wow. I keep telling my kids about saying, gosh, you think you've got it tough. I had to go out there. I mean, it's a first world problem. But I do remember getting there and the relief. I thought, oh, my goodness, at least I'm on the same side <laughs> of the road. Yeah. it makes it's a Definitely. difference, doesn't it? It takes the stress out of it. Definitely. Yeah, it makes it really easy. And then not just obviously driving a car, but driving a camper van as well was really popular to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, again, on one of my trips over to Australia, I picked up a camper van in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, and then I drove through the Barossa and the McLarenville wine regions, which was just beautiful, obviously, scenery-wise, going past all the green vineyards. And I particularly love the McLarenville region because it's got the white sandy beaches as well as the wineries so just that perfect combination um but with campsites over in australia they are very different to the uk okay. um they've got amazing facilities a lot of them have swimming pools within the campsites they've got barbecue facilities to use and they even have um some camper van campsites on vineyards as well so really wow oh, up for the night. You, oh yeah try some wine buy a bottle and you can be enjoying that whilst cooking over a barbecue it just sounds idyllic to me yeah absolutely idyllic um and having a camper van as well um i can it really resonates yeah. that sort of sense of freedom you get but like you say i think um in australia especially uh, where you're talking you know they are sort of much more um efficient and probably um, a lot more clued up about how to do a campsite properly, how to do it well, because yeah. you know it's all about outdoor living there as well. Yeah. So it's all set up for it, I presume. Yeah, they have a lot, a lot of variety of campsites as well, aren't they? To suit, um, you know, how adventurous you want to be as well. You know, what you mean? You want to go glamping? Yeah, well, be glamping. Yeah. Oh, is, my, is my tent already up? What is it? But yeah, but it goes from one. Yeah, to yeah, other. literally. Yeah. Okay, so um. As a first-time visitor, and this would be a question that you're both familiar with, I'm sure, where do you start and what are the top things that you should be doing just to make sure you're going to tick those boxes? I don't know who to start with. Emma, Paula? I'll start with Emma. Okay. Yeah, she'll know, especially for this region. 
So let's say, so if you're starting um, your South Australia journey, let's start off in Adelaide. So it is your gateway to the rest of the state. So start off here with three nights, especially if it is your first sort of stop in Australia. You want to have, you know, a little bit of time to recover from that flight um, and just kind of ease into Australian holiday. So in Adelaide, we've had a real hotel bed boom over the last couple of years. So we've also got plenty of new hotels um, to try out. So you'll be you have plenty of options with where to stay. Mm -hmm. But then having two full days to explore the city is great. So you can go on a cultural walking tour. Um, so instead of just a normal walking tour to get like your bearings and find, you know, all the best spots to go with a cultural tour, you'll have an Aboriginal guide with you. So you'll also be learning that all-important First Nations history. You'll be shown significant Aboriginal sites to visit. Um, it's a really great way to see the city from a different perspective. Mm. I'd also recommend going to Adelaide um, Central Markets. So it's actually the largest undercover market in Australia. So great for foodies, great to meet like the local producers, um, perfect for a breakfast or a lunch stop to, um, to fuel up. And then I definitely recommend heading out on a sailing trip as well. So just from our city beaches, you can go out on a sailing trip and swim with wild dolphins. So gosh, again, imagine your first yeah. two days and you managed to do all that as well. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is Incredible certainly yeah, ticking boxes and feeling like you're getting somewhere quick and quickly, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, and also sure. I think the walking tour is a great idea because especially you know, from the UK, you know, it's a long flight. Mm -hmm. It's a great way just to like stretch off, get going, get the blood circulating and get on with it and, and sort of from the ground as yeah. it were. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, good start. Okay, so we've done that. Yeah, and then I'd say after Adelaide, you'd want to head over to Kangaroo Island. So. I'm writing all this down, by the yeah. way. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Kangaroo so, Island, yeah. right, yeah. That really is a must do um, for a first time visit to South Australia. And like I mentioned earlier, that's when you're going to get to see all that native Australian wildlife, but in the wild. Um, only 30 minute flight from Adelaide to KI, but it is a big island. So although that there are day trips available, I'd say a bit of an insider tip would be to spend at least two nights there because the island is twice the size of Mauritius to kind of put it into perspective. Oh, wow, yeah. I know quite a lot of our customers catch the ferry as well, don't they, and take take the car over yeah. for a couple of nights' stay. So How long's the ferry? Is it quite... Is it? Mm. It's only 45 minutes from the mainland, the ferry. Okay. So, yeah, that doesn't take long either. And it's great then if you've got the car to just self-drive um, and explore on your own or... I would always recommend at least one day on a tour in Kangaroo Island mm -hmm. as well, um, just because it is so big. But also with South Australia, a lot of our um, tour companies are actually owner operated. So it means your guide right. has grown up in South Australia. They've got all that local knowledge and passion to pass on to you. And although you'll easily spot the wildlife on the island anyway, you will see twice as much with a guide because they just know all the best spots to go to. Um, and on Kangaroo Island, we've also got a beautiful beach on the north coast of the island called Stokes Bay. Oh, I'm, I'm just looking at a picture of it now. <laughs> oh, my yeah. word. Yeah. Oh, so my it's Lord. actually just one best beach in Australia for 2023. Has which... it? Oh, I can see why. Oh. A huge compliment when you think how many beaches are around Australia as well. So mm. definitely one to, yes. to add to your list. Oh. <gasps> 
Yeah, it's beautiful. real Robinson Crusoe time, isn't it? With yeah. the odd with the odd kangaroo popping past <laughs> yeah. at the same time, <laughs> and a glass of Shiraz on your hands. Yeah. I mean, it's all working. It's all working for <laughs> me. Um, so it's uh, the perfect way to sort of explore that island with a tour, like you say. You can get there by mm. ferry or a short hop across on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's that. That's in a box. That's done. Okay, my list is endless. Yes. And then I'd say after that, after that sort of like initial um, sort of welcome to the island and getting to see a lot of the wildlife, from there it's really up to what your preferences are and what your tastes are to where you go next. I mean, if you want more wildlife, then you can go over to the Air Peninsula, which is full of that aquatic wildlife, swimming with the sea lions, seeing the whales, mm-hmm. experiencing some amazing seafood or head out into the outback and see, you know, that really rugged sort of landscape and see how the scenery changes around you. So, yeah, a couple of options for where to head to next, but definitely start with Adelaide, Kangaroo Island and a wine region as well. Okay. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that about right for you, Yes, Paula? definitely. I know one of our most popular um, self-drive, um, we have a Discover South Australia mm. itinerary. And yes, it, I'm literally following you as I'm... Uh, yeah, we norm, we normally... Um, one of our most popular, but obviously we can we can amend and tailor make anything. But yeah, after Kangaroo Island, yeah, going up to the Barossa Valley and having that wine experience um and then maybe heading up to which i'm sure you're going to talk about flinders rangers and sort of heading up that way and like you say the the just quite unique and and different type of style of um of of just the whole whole fauna and 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 flora and everything around there the environment is just so different isn't it yeah for sure definitely and it's incredible that that is only five hour drive from Adelaide Mm -hmm. so you'll kind of start off in the city you'll then drive through the wine region where it's all green and then the next thing you know yeah you're just surrounded by this really red sort of landscape towering mountain ranges we've got natural amphitheatre which is called um, Wilpina Pound you can do a scenic flight over that you can do heli camping experiences. So you can take a helicopter flight up onto the mountain range and then you can have a camp, your um, sort of like swag tents are all set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you can camp outside, have a dinner over the campfire and just sleep under that, you know, a million stars in the sky. So really incredible adventures to do out in the outback. I would have thought the perfect place for a sundowner, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And what about this um this underground town? Is it Cuba PD? Yes. So Cuba PD is one of those unique um, Australian outback towns. Yeah. And it's um, most well known for opals. So it's the opal capital of Australia. So a lot of miners move there to then obviously dig and mine underground to try and find opals. Um, but because it is so hot out there in the outback, what they decided to do was use these like dugouts, as they call them, mm. um, and move their houses underground. So it's really quirky, like walking around <laughs> because you'll see these satellite dishes and post boxes above the ground. Mm. But then underground is where they've got hotels, houses. They've got an underground church, an underground shopping centre. It's somewhere that you've really got to go to believe it, but mm. it's definitely worth a stop just to see this other way of living Mm, I bet absolutely have you got a favorite Emma sort of like I know that you're saying about uh, obviously KI Kangaroo Island for you but um, is there sort of something that really sort of 
you know, looking back when you've made your memory there and thought, wow, it might have been a sunset yeah. or a sundown. I'm sorry to throw this question on you, but I just thought, no, you know, I love came, it. Yeah. So for me, I really love the wineries in South Australia. So you've got the world famous ones, the likes of Penfolds, Jacobs Creek and Yolumba. Mm. But with having over 200 wineries, we've really got some like boutique wineries that offer unique experiences. So um, when I was there last September, um, we hired an e-bike and we were cycling between different vineyards, which in itself was amazing. Um, But we also saw kangaroos just hopping between the vines there was koalas up in the treetops and mm. it's amazing to be, yeah, just a little bit outside of the city, enjoying just being on the bike and then seeing this wildlife right in front of you. Yes. And just, the, you know, in their natural habitat, just the way they would be. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. What what a lovely way to experience um, all that beautiful wildlife indeed. But um you know, it's. Uh, I suppose you could just go. You could talk forever about oh. all those little golden nuggets, those special places mm-hmm. um, in this area. So it must be quite difficult for you, really, Emma, to even be satisfied when you've done a podcast like this to say <laughs> that you covered everything. <laughs> That's it. I know, and I feel like that is the thing with South Australia and even holidays to Australia in general. You know, there's such big destinations to visit um that once you go for the first time you then just keep wanting to go back to see more and more because once you're there like for example if you did that Adelaide and Kangaroo Island itinerary you'll speak to locals you'll start hearing about other surrounding regions and you're like okay right I want to go back I want to go to maybe the Murray River which is Australia's longest river that has a big part of it goes through South Australia And you can do some really cool guided walks alongside the river. Mm. um, And then you actually stay overnight on a houseboat. (laughs) So each day while you're walking along the river with your guide, again, taking in all the wildlife and the beautiful scenery, your houseboat then kind of moves alongside you and gets to your next destination. So you turn up and you're in a new area and you can stay overnight on the houseboat. So it's things like that, that once you get over there and once you're in destination, you just keep wanting to come back. You keep finding more reasons to return. Gosh. OK, so as a, as a traveller who who wants to visit as well, maybe both Australia, South Australia and the Northern Territory, um, what what's the best way, do you think, to combine them, you know, for that that sort of perfect experience out there in Australia? Yeah, because I think that is a big thing as well with trips to Australia. You're always going to want to visit more than just one state. Mm. And where South Australia is positioned, we actually border every mainland state and territory. So Mm. we're really good to pair with another state so you can really get the most out of your holiday. Um, But with Northern Territory, we pair so well together for that ocean to outback experience. And Northern Territory sits directly above South Australia. So we take up that whole middle part of the country Mm. and to travel from Adelaide up to Darwin you're traveling that backbone of the country and there's actually an incredible road trip called the Explorer's Way which covers this route from bottom to top and it's great for those that maybe have done big road trips like Route 66 in America this is definitely one for their list because it is taking in all that outback scenery it's a pretty epic drive um, you would be starting off in Adelaide, so enjoying everything the city's got to offer, traveling through the wine country of the Clare Valley. So you'd probably do about two hours, first of all, um, for your first stop then in Clare Valley, known for its Riesling. You'd then drive about three hours on from there to the Flinders Ranges. So all that landscape, that red, rugged landscape that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. 
you'd go up to Cooper PD, spend a night in the underground mining town. Um, and then from here, you your next stop would then be crossing the border into the Northern Territory. So taking in the cultural sites of Uluru, um, world famous national parks such as Kakadu, uh, before ending up in Darwin. So it is a long drive. You would want at least 10 days to travel this route. Yeah. Um, but even for those that maybe don't fancy driving, you can go on a guided tour with a company like AAT Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just, you can basically sit back and relax and they'll take care of all the transport. You'll have a knowledgeable guide with you at all times to explain exactly what you're seeing, the history of the area. Um, but maybe if you are short on time and you don't want to have, you don't have the 10 days to spare, say, then we also have an incredible train journey, which is called the Garn. Mm-hmm. And that also covers this route. So it goes from Adelaide to Darwin in three days. Um, you've got two nights staying on board in a fabulous cabin and all like locally produced meals. You've got fine wines and off train activities are all included. So a number of different ways to pair the two states together, depending on yeah your style of traveling, where you whether you do want to drive or if you want a tour guide with you or if you want to take the fabulous train journey. But definitely worth pairing them together. I think, Emma, you're my first choice for a tour guide, in my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Should we have a girls' tour? Should yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I think so, Paula, don't you? Definitely. Yeah, so, Definitely. I mean, it's, um, again, it's a, it's a question of how much time people mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. Um, and what their personal preferences are. Um, and, um, Paula, obviously from first class holidays um you you're the resident travel expert mm-hmm. in this case um and so how do we how do we go about booking uh this incredible experience that emma's only just touched on oh, literally but yeah. boy has she made an impression <laughs> oh yes we can always taste the taste the ocean yes. and, and and the wine and the um and yet imagine or taste all the that. oceans of wine yes yeah <laughs> even better um but yes we can happily help um organize and make various suggestions for anybody wanting to consider traveling to this area you may you may be inspired by just some of the snippets that we talked about today but there's a whole host of different activities and experiences available mm. um and basically you would just contact us so um go and see your local independent travel agent if you haven't already got one let us know we can always recommend one for you um i personally know loads across the uk in the channel islands so um we work over only with the best um, agents and then contact us so you can either go certainly go on our website www.fcholidays.com we've got a whole section on um, Australia and South Australia so already some pre-planned itineraries and some escorted tours too like Emma mentioned just to give you some snippets of information um, but by all means give us a call as well we're always available to talk to you um, we're on 0161 5608 or you can email any ideas for Australia, simply australia at fcholidays.com. Um, and all we need to know is really, when are you thinking of going? Or what do you fancy doing? Um, it can be as vague as that. And we're the experts and saying we work with the experts. So we can do a variety of different types of holidays to suit you. Um, we can literally put the whole thing together. Maybe you've got family who live out in um, South Australia and you want to combine going to certainly stay with friends and family and maybe you just don't want to overload and stay with them for the whole 
three weeks or whatever. <laughs> um, or you're, tra- you're traveling to different parts of Australia because we deal with all the internal airfares. Um, maybe you combine in a trip with going to New Zealand, say. Um, so it's it's a wonderful opportunity to see a part of undiscovered um, Australia that you may have not considered before. But, you know, be it planes, trains and automobiles, yes, mm-hmm. we can do a combination of, you know, camper homes, car hire, um, city stays with some lovely accommodation to suit everybody's budget or a full, or an escorted tour like, um, like Emma mentioned. We do day tours. Some fabulous day tours are available in that region as well. Um, so you can have a combination, really. So you can be as guided or as independent as you wish, really. Yeah, or mix the two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a bit of both, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's the reason we should book our South Australia experience with first-class holidays? Well, I think it, there's quite a few reasons, but I think, first of all, is trust. You can trust that you're you're dealing with a reputable company. We're an award-winning um, tailor-made specialist. So we've been around for 26 years now, or almost 27, actually. Um, and, yeah, we've been putting together tailor-made holidays for, you know, a over 20 years to Australia um, so you can trust in the knowledge that um, you're, we are, you have we offer full financial protection so and I think in this day and age as well you know that you can just pay a deposit you can book many many months even years in advance of Australia if you wish um, or you can book to go you know fa- fairly last minute um, but literally by coming to us we'll take care of everything so you just have to give us an idea of what you want to do or let us you know plant those inspirational itineraries in your in your head for you and um, we'll take everything we'll take care of everything rather from start to finish so and we have a team not only here in the UK we have um, our handpicked suppliers over in Australia and we also have like out of hours um, assistance for you so if in the rare occasion that anything ever does go wrong we we're experts at, at, at fixing it and putting it right so yeah. certainly in safe hands aren't we definitely, yeah. definitely. and we've been in the safe hands of Emma as well Emma can I just say that was just the loveliest insight into Adelaide and South Australia it really was oh I'm so pleased I'm glad you enjoyed it and maybe we'll get you there soon as well maybe we'll get you out to enjoy it tell you what I would love that I'm with you I'm with you girl all the way all the way to KI so you haven't even got the expressions down to a T yeah that's uh, Kangaroo Island for anybody who didn't know no but it's been an absolute pleasure just listening to um all you have to enthuse about there um, with Adelaide and South Australia, Emma. So thank you so, so much. Um, And thank you, um, Paula, as well, as usual. Um, And thank you for listening to First Class Escapes. Um, I've been your host, Jenny Powell, and and I hope you've been inspired by South Australia and all it can offer. Thanks again to Emma McKelvey from South Australian Tourism Commission and Paula from First Class Holidays. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you can get the next episode on release day so it'll be all nice and fresh and new and you'll be the first to know and when you do do leave us a review Um, and don't forget you can find a perfect break for you by searching first class holidays today do it now why not and uh, Paula and I because I'm sure Paula and I we're inseparable as it were (laughs) we'll see you next time for your next escape